Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Regen Med Podcast. I'm here with Dr. Abraham, and uh, my name is Lindsay. And today we are going to talk about something that's really popular right now, um, PRP, platelet-rich plasma. I love that topic. <laughs> you do. Um, so being that it's something that's kind of, it's been around for a little while, but I feel like now people are just getting into it, doing the research on it. Um, but there is a difference between PRP and there's the advanced PRP and I guess your regular, we'll call it PRP. So really what is PRP and what are the differences between the two? Yeah, so PRP is very commonly used in many areas of regenerative medicine. PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma, and it's usually, you know, depending on which type of PRP we're doing or what we're treating, but it's usually going to involve use, using a patient's own blood uh, to take away the, pla uh, the platelets, concentrate them in what we call platelet-rich uh, platelet plasma, uh, and then using that in the treatment. So uh, I guess like... Uh, very briefly, when we look at somebody's blood, you know, there's the plasma, uh, which is the liquid that contains all these cells and all the proteins. You have the red blood cells, which is one of the main components of your of your blood, uh, and the red blood cells deliver oxygen to your tissue. So basically, when we're doing PR, uh, PRP, we're taking the blood, we're taking the red blood cells and throwing them away, unfortunately, because we don't really need them for this. Uh, and then what we're taking, we're, we're looking specifically at certain cells called the platelets, and we are basically concentrating that platelet in the plasma, which is why it's called platelet-rich plasma. So we're taking a large amount of blood, but then we're throwing a lot of it away, and we're just keeping a little bit of plasma that's really highly rich in platelets. And they call it, what do they call it, liquid gold, something like that? Because it's like a golden color. Yeah, like yeah, it's top. usually like yellow gold color. So one of the names that people will refer to is liquid gold because it's precious. It's very gold. precious. Yeah, you can do a lot of great things with it. So that's what PRP is. And it has regenerative properties. So it's used in skin rejuvenation, for example. Uh, it's also used uh, many times in joints for people who are suffering from joint issues, joint pain, ligament, tendon issues. Uh, many times it can be useful uh, in, in these areas. Uh, it's also used for hair rejuvenation. It's uh, used for many, many different uh, purposes. So that's kind of what PRP is. Uh, you were mentioning different types of PRP. Um, there is, There are different ways to... Uh, not all PRP is created equal, let's just say that. There's different concentration of PRP and that can play a big and significant role in the effect. So that's one way to differentiate PRP that we can go a little bit more into. And then there's things that can be um, used along with the PRP. So uh, like something like A2M, for example, um, which is uh, concentrating certain proteins in the plasma and adding them to the PRP to make it a little bit more advanced. So there's a few different ways to make PRP. Enhance the... Exactly. So with, um, like, I guess, regular PRP and advanced PRP, it's just a concentration level difference between the two? That, that yeah, that can be a big, uh, a big part of it because... Um, Basically, when, when, again, let's say we're starting with like, you know, 50 cc's of blood and then we're, we're taking like 5 cc's of, you know, that 
liquid gold, that, that yellow stuff. Mm-hmm. the amount of platelets that's in there because the platelets are these okay we're going to think of them as these you know soldiers that are going to go in and help prepare the tissue help rejuvenate the skin so obviously the more soldiers we have the better the stronger they are going to be the the bigger the army that we have the better the stronger uh, that it's going to be and that is a part that varies a lot I think that's one of the like I guess my pet peeves about like uh, PRP is Many people do like say that they're providing PRP services or but are not really aware of the different concentrations and that makes a big difference. Again, if you're if you're going with um, you know, like let's say just for example with one and a half times the concentration of your original blood or two times the concentration versus if you're going in with like seven, eight or ten times the concentration, mm. you have, you know, at ten times you have you know five times as many platelets as you do at two times the concentration right so the amount of platelets makes a big difference and it can be you know sometimes how effective the prp is can that is a huge factor in it right so that's one of the most important factors in it i i would say and it's one of the most overlooked factors and i think that's partly why sometimes you see you know certain prp treatments that people will do and maybe it doesn't work but then when we do it with a more with a more advanced or with a more concentrated actual solution they're gonna see they're gonna have a completely different experience because again you're attacking that joint with small army versus a very large army Mm -hmm. and you know and it gets confusing i think also because people will say like oh my friend did it it didn't work for them and i'm like oh well okay, everyone's different. And they go, oh, well, they also only paid like, you know, 200 bucks or something. And I'm like, well, okay, you probably didn't even, they probably didn't even get platelet-rich plasma. And I think there's also the PPP, which is... Platelet-poor plasma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all all these play a factor, right? People will say, well, my friend didn't. It's like, okay, well, what did your friend do it for? And what was the issue, right? When we talk about joint pain, there could be a hundred different things that are more than a hundred different things that are causing joint pain. So you you want to talk to somebody who can really uh, figure out what's what's causing the the discomfort. And again, that's just one example. And uh, figure out if you are, you know, a candidate for PRP or not. You don't want to be just doing it blindly, just mm-hmm. like any other procedure. So that's the first thing. Uh, because maybe in in a certain case something different is better but also again yeah it comes back to exactly what you said Uh, people will come in and they're like uh, they they think they've done PRP but again if they have no idea what kind of concentration that they were getting and maybe they were getting one and a half times the concentration which again many times is not going to be like effective at all and honestly from what I've seen uh, more often than not you know uh many places are, are doing kind of the lower concentrations uh, because, uh, you know, it's cheaper and, and uh, it's... Repeat visits. It, yeah, it, it takes less time. So, I mean, again, not to... Um, there are different ways to do, do, to do things, but definitely with PRP, you, you want to make sure that you are, uh, you are going to a place where they can give you the best quality of the PRP because that's, that can make a huge difference. Um, and yeah, so uh, PPP, as you've mentioned, which is a funny name, I think PPP, uh, it's platelet poor plasma. So when you take that blood and you kind of throw away the red blood cells and you, you're not automatically left, let's necessarily with platelet rich, uh, rich plasma all the time, right? Because 
if you can't if that plasma can either be platelet rich if it's concentrated or it can be platelet poor but the problem is they both look the same because mm. the platelets don't give color to the plasma so they all kind of look similar and if somebody doesn't know what they're doing or if they don't have the right tools uh they just see the yellow stuff it's like oh it looks yellow let's just inject that thinking that they're injecting platelet rich plasma uh, and again i'm not talking uh, about patients i'm unfortunately talking about providers who you know uh, sometimes will do that mistake uh, but that's why it's it's important to have a very um, to, to have the right processing in, in place and the right tools, because a platelet poor plasma is plasma that is platelet poor, so it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have a high concentration of uh, uh, platelets, so you're not getting what you're looking for. And I've seen that. You know, we do a lot of trainings. So we go like to clinics and we see what the people are doing, and we're teaching. And people come to us, and. It, uh, yeah, I, I see it all the time. I see people injecting platelet poor plasma all the time, thinking that they're injecting platelet rich plasma. And, uh, you know, patients giving platelet poor plasma, thinking they're giving platelet rich plasma. And then, on, on, I guess, on the back end, to differentiate platelet poor to platelet rich, is it, is it just a different processing of the blood? Is it like, a, is it a different system? Is it. Yeah, that definitely plays a big role, right? That's why you want to, you know, that's why you want to go to a place you can trust where, you know, people have experience and people, you know, ha had the right, the proper training. They, they know what they're doing um, and, you know, they have the knowledge. It's something that they do. It's not just something that specialize in. exactly yeah. something that specialize in, because, again, it's easy to make that mistake, um, you know, with the providers. Uh, yeah, because the processing is very, very different. Uh, and it can be like you it's you can't just look at it and just be like oh this is platelet rich versus platelet poor right so uh, you know as a patient you ha you have to be in a, in a place again that, where you can trust because you, you're not going to be able to just look at it and be like uh it's this is platelet rich i can tell you some of the wrong things to look at right so because because these are the things that people um say all the time and i don't know if i'm gonna get too technical so you can stop me but like one thing you mentioned you know usually uh you know the price uh, it's not necessarily the cheapest isn't always better in this case right it doesn't mean that you have to always pay the highest price but like again a lot of times um cheaper isn't always better right mm -hmm. the other thing is the larger the quantity of plasma that's given is also not always better a lot of times mm -hmm you can get like 2cc that's much more concentrated and uh, it's going to be way more effective than like 5cc that don't have any plasma in them. So if your provider is, um, you know, kind of boosting, uh, boasting about like, oh, we can get like 10ccs of a PRP, uh, that's probably more of bad, like, you know, out of 20, we can draw 20, c 20 ccs of your blood and we can get 10ccs of PRP, so we'll give you more PRP that's probably a bad thing because uh, you're probably not going to get like very highly concentrated because again, it's like the amount of platelets that they're drawing out is limited and you want to concentrate them. You want to put them in as almost like a smallest quantity as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so just having a larger quantity in of itself isn't a good thing. Now, doesn't mean that just get one CC is better because they, they might be giving you like one CC of platelet pour. So it doesn't, again, I'm not saying that the lowest is always the better but for sure 
uh, don't just go based on like, oh, like, well, this place is going to inject me 3cc versus this place is going to inject me 10cc, so it must be better. Because again, it's we, we have that much blood. It just we want to throw away the bad stuff and mm-hmm. just give you the good stuff. If we're giving you all the bad and the good and it's all mixed together, then you're not going to get the same benefits. So uh, those aren't like the right things to look at. And then also, um, I think it's just important for people to just be educated before they go in to do these types of procedures and saying something like, what is the concentration of your PRP? Is is it, you know, t- nine times standard? Is it five times more concentrated? Like, yeah. what am I getting? And if the provider can't answer that question for you, they're like, oh, uh, then that's, you know, that sign. might be, yeah, bad sign. Um, yeah, and if they're, yeah, like changing the topic to tell you like, about other stuff that about how much you're gonna get oh i'm gonna give you you know 10 cc's you're gonna be good and you're just like "Mm." exactly red flag (laughs) maybe maybe red flag we don't know (laughs) yeah but it is it's a topic that uh that's part of the reason i love that topic is because i really believe prp when done right it can be very very useful very beneficial very helpful to the right clients but it is one of the things that's i see all the time being like not done properly you know and uh you know and then again you're not going to see the results that you would have seen otherwise um but yeah and also just kind of again knowing how knowledgeable uh your your provider is uh you know how comfortable they are going treating whatever you are you know getting treated whether it's a joint or whether it's a rejuvenation treatment uh like you said something that they do all the time um, yeah, those are, I think, uh, important points to look at. For Especially sure. for people that are doing something like joint, which it's repairing tissue. And like, you really do want that really high concentration for something like that. And to think that someone's going to get something that's not very concentrated in an area like that. And it's not the most comfortable treatment. It can be a little bit like a steam, painful yeah. injection. And, you know, multiple treatments of that, like, you know, people going more than six, seven, eight times with lo- this low cost um, and not seeing very good results with it. Um, it's just very costly and, and it wastes your time. So it's important, I guess, to emphasize the difference between um, the For different sure. types. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a waste of time. And uh, again, you, 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 you're gonna think it doesn't work for you and now you might have to go to the next step when uh, when there was a solution mm-hmm. maybe that you just kind of missed yeah. out on which is honestly though I think is the worst part of it and I, I think also like just having all the other tools in place you know would also you know be helpful like um, uh, whether in, in some cases having imaging like an ultrasound or other stuff so uh, you know, sometimes these things can give you a little bit more of an assurance that this place, like maybe they know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. The ultrasound guided treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, that's good to know. And um, hopefully this can help someone out there and kind of just shed a little bit of light on PRP since it's becoming so popular. I feel like every med spa and everyone's doing it. Um, and like you said, not all PRPs are created equal, so to be cautious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be cautious. Again, ask about the concentration of the PRP you're getting. Uh, you can ask them about the um, types of you know processing that they're doing specifically, like the type of centrifuge, and then you can go and look it up yourself and oh, see yeah. is that is that something like 
uh, you know, like they might say, you know, M site or Apex or something like that. And then you can go uh, and be like, okay, what is, is that something that, uh, you know, if I do some research on it is like, is that an actual legitimate company that is, you know, an advanced uh, first first rate service mm-hmm. uh, for a uh, company that does that this procedure or is that you know just something that's new that no one knows and about also to add to that like these treatments are not inexpensive they can be expensive and so if you're going to invest that money i think it's important to do that extra education extra background work to kind of fact check providers as well i mean not everyone's going to tell you honestly like the truth you know, For they're sure. going to tell you what you want to hear so they can get money sometimes, which is sad. But I find that people are sitting there doing the research. And then when you when you give them the information and they're able to do that research and then they go, you're right, I did see this and this and this. And then they can make that really good choice for themselves to where they can trust you. I mean, everyone trusts you and they're very confident that they're getting the best of the best. Um, and that's just because we're being very transparent with this type of thing. And I think a lot of people are not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it starts with the provider honestly doing their homework and doing, you know, the proper training, doing the right thing to make sure that they're providing the best quality. And then you can, uh, that's when you can, you know, transfer that information to the client so they can make the best decision. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think as a client, you have to be asking the right questions. You have to sit down. With, don't don't just go anywhere and be like, just do it. Sit down with them, talk to the provider. Yeah ask them a question, whatever questions you have in, uh, on your mind and get a feel, you know, to how they respond. And if there's anything unsure of, then, you know. And even call like a couple different places and say, all right, this For person sure. said this, this person said that, you know, yeah. and then you can kind of say, well, this person said this over here and you're telling me this. Yeah. So that's a good way to kind of see. And again, especially to. with PRP, because uh, PRP is almost hurts me, but uh, you know, it is a treatment that I think is, is can be a great treatment and it can be um, mm-hmm. potentially very helpful to so many clients. And I hate to see clients, again, not getting the results because they are not getting the... They, they think they're getting PRP, and but they're really not, or they're really not getting any quality PRP. They're getting very lowly concentrated PRP and you just can't compare the two. You can't come, you can't compare just like anything else. Again, think of anything with concentration, anything with number. Uh, you just can't compare it when you have a very low number and a very high number, but you're just calling it PRP in both cases. Yeah. Well, I feel so educated now. <laughs> um, so that wraps up our podcast for today. Yeah. And, um, just, I guess, keep in mind that there are different types of PRP out there and to just do your yeah. research. We didn't get to talk about like A2M on some of the other ways mm-hmm. you can make the PRP even more, um, you know, more advanced, I think is the word you mentioned, but uh, we'll get to these in a different Oh yeah, different A2M. Episode. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Thank Have you. a good day. Take care.